Ah, uh, good song. Good song. On a busy Thursday morning as we still await the fate of Nicholas Sirianni, Joe Cameron, John Rich. Open the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and you're in the zone. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back. If you're down in the first 24 hours, Bet Parks, you must be 21 and in PA, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. All right, the uh, soon-to-be uh, new uh, host of the WIP Morning Show. I mean, it's been announced, but it'll start up soon. Spike Eskin, he will join us coming up momentarily. Let's talk to Mike right now. A lot going on in the Eagles world. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Mike. What happened to our football team? Boy. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. I know. I feel, like, I feel like I'm a victim of a Ponzi scheme here. Like, what the heck is going on? It just like, as the world turns, it just keeps falling apart. So I actually think it was fairly easy to see, Mike. I'll give you a one, two, three. The defense had horrible personnel. Yeah. The offense had a broken scheme. The quarterback regressed a lot. And I think the coach lost part of the locker room. And I think the quarterback lost part of the locker room. That's my yeah. one, two, three, four, five. That's what I think perfect happened. Storm. It's a perfect yeah. storm, Joe. Perfect yep. storm. Yep. So I think, um, look, I mean, I've been going back and forth with, with Nick thing because, again, I, I, thought that I had to separate the two. Nick, the person, love him. Always yeah. had that. That will never change. Love his the authenticity and all that. I can't get past the simple thing. Look, is Jalen regress? Is Jalen taking culpability? Absolutely. You know, it's funny. We talk about Jalen's stoicism. Then I see Jalen in a Hulu commercial, like, jovial and personality. I'm like, huh, it's in there somewhere. I guess you just got to pay him more. Anyway. Um, you know, I can't get past with Nick. The 5% of plays are called in the middle of the field. I can't get past not being able to pick up a blitz, not being able to adjust to six people rushing when five people are blocking. Like those are the small things that aren't so small that I can't get past. Well, that's what I thought. And I, he couldn't block four people yeah. with right. five offensive linemen. They weren't even sending six or five. And, Mike, that's where when we were just talking to Howard, I thought he was really missing that yeah. when John was trying to present yeah. that. Like, you can make a case to keep Sirianni. It's not the craziest case. The guy has won a lot of games in right. three years. But the way it ended, and again, it's always ultimately about what you perceive will happen next, meaning the 2024 Eagles and the 2025 Eagles. And I think there was enough evidence on these type of issues you guys are both talking about there that it's hard to believe that Sirianni gets it back on the track. And that's where, like, when he meets with Sirianni, uh, with Lori, and Howard said it's going to be tomorrow, not today, you know, he better be ready to make a freaking convincing case. Because I'll tell you this, in the last whole bunch of weeks when he had plenty of opportunity to make a case with what we could see on the field, he failed. Dramatically. Yeah. I'm oh, like, right now, I, I if you know. keep him around, it's because you want a coach that you can command. Like, really, that that's what it feels like. Because this coach didn't command plays and X's and O's right. and other teams and other coaches. He was commanded well, by I, them. I agree with that, Mike. I want to say one thing, and then we got to get Spike asking. There is certainly a chance that the Eagles brass, Lori Howie, Lori and Howie, Lori Howie, Believe that hurt. Believe that hurts was more culpable than Sirianni, and if they do, that's a tough one because the quarterback can't go anywhere given his contract. It's impossible. So then we have a bigger I, mess than we thought. Mike, give me a great answer: a title or a phrase with a money reference in it. It's how I live my life. It's only money. 
All right, you got it, man. I'm I'm telling you, these have been good answers. There is an answer still out there that hasn't been sh- said yet that is, at least to this point, would be the best, and we'll see if someone guesses it. All right, let's talk to our next guest. Spike Eskin's obviously been a guest on our show numerous times. By the way, Life Advice with the Hammer coming up at 9.15 today. Get those scenarios in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. What do you need help with in your life? What is What has gone awry in your life that you need help with? Seltzer will choose the best of the best scenario as put forth on Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. We'll have some fun with that at 9.15 today. I'll give you some free advice yeah, right now. If you got an opening in WIP afternoon show from 2 to 6 and you're looking to hire, no, I don't know, the absolute best, I mean this. I mean this. Seltzer, don't quote me on this. This is the last time I'm going to give Spike Eskin this kind of compliment. <laughs> if you're looking to hire the best person, and best host you possibly can. Look no further than who got hired here yesterday at WIP. Our guy, our pal, Mr. Spike. Hello, Spike. Joe, I am going to hold that piece of audio. I'm going to make it my ringtone. <laughs> so I have it forever. Thank you, man. I rescind it. My, my, fing- my fingers were crossed. Spike, the fingers were crossed. Fingers were crossed. Fair enough. You know, Fair enough. You know in a court of law, if you have the fingers crossed, it doesn't hold up. What would be what would be the lawsuit here? <laughs> would I be would I be uh, pressing charges for you hey. saying one thing and believing another? We had a famous trial around here a couple Proof years ago. That you missed us, Spike. <laughs> yeah. Does this prove that you missed Joe to camera? No. Uh, well, well, let's not. Let's not, not get, get crazy. All right, yeah. all right, Spike. Let's let's get to it here. Um, there's a lot people want to know, and and ultimately we'll get to your opinion on some some eagle stuff here also, but. Um, how did this come about? I will say I was floored when I heard the news yesterday. Um, when did you first start thinking, I might want to go back to Philly, and, oh, by the way, I might want to transition a full-time talk show host? When, when did that come into focus for you? Uh, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know. I didn't even think about you asking me that, but because uh, I didn't think about whether whether I would, how open I would be about it. I did not, like, it was not in my mind at all. Uh, it wasn't a consideration. I think my wife and I always thought at some point, whether it be 10 years or however long, we would end up back in the area. But the idea of being on the air or being at WIP was not like at the wasn't even something I thought about when John made his marks, made his decision to leave. Yep. I was talking to Rod about different ideas, you know, as because one of my positions in the company is to help you know, the other sports station. Sure. So even though I, I don't run Because, you know, Spike, Spike, you know you're you're like Dick Cheney now. I mean, Dick Cheney was on George <laughs> Bush's. He, he Dick Cheney headed George Bush's who should be the vice president committee. That is going to be on my list of people <laughs> who I never expected to be compared to. And then Dick Cheney's Cheney like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, about me, about me. It was uh, Rod, like, sort of said offhand, you know, hey, would you want to do it? And I sort of laughed, and and we, we went about our, our business. But I could tell by his voice he wasn't totally kidding, even though he wasn't totally being serious. Sure. And I thought it, and it, the process itself was a, a long one because even even after you decide, yes, that might be something that is fun for me. There's a lot of other dominoes that have to fall, but that was it. It was just sort of, and and I thought about the idea of the, there's something about like the because that wasn't looking to leave here. I love being here. I think we're, we're having a good time and the radio station feels at, at WFAN feels like in a good place. But and you like, had great success and congratulations on that. I know you, you took them to higher heights and congrats. Thank on that. you. Yeah. yeah, we, we've more than anything it, 
ratings are great, all that kind of stuff, it feels like a better place, which makes me proud. You know, yeah. the way that people work and the, the way that people treat each other, I'm I'm proud of that. You're but, not you're not going to pull a Patricia on the side with Rod here, are you? No, come on. I, this, honestly, <laughs> one of the let, let me tell you one of the the advantages I realized yesterday. I was like, I'm going to get so little email. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like so, the, you know, the idea of only concentrating on the show and and being a t- good teammate to you guys is is fun. Like that, I haven't done that in a long time. I've been a manager for a long time, so there is you know one of the advantages to this. You do pluses and minuses. One of the advantages is like I'll have one job, you know, like one yeah. specific job and one specific responsibility. So, and uh, honestly, it was, if it hadn't been, you know, it's that air shift with those people, with Ike and Jack, who I'm close to and have a working relationship with, it's WIP, it's afternoons. Like there was just, I think a lot of different things that happened at the same time that made it the right decision. Good, good. Spike, do you have a sense, I know it's to be determined, but a sense of about when you may start, um, you know, a week or a month that you'll know you'll be able to make the transition to, to be determined. The, you know, that it's, it was important to me and important to everyone who made it possible with, and, and by the way, this took a lot of, I have to give credit to everybody within Odyssey who bought into this and made it happen because, you know, losing the, the person who is in charge of WFA and CBS sports radio is not easy. Um, And it means extra work for a lot of other people. So, I really don't have an idea whether it is a month or a, you know, six weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. However long it takes to find the person who will replace me is how long it will take. And the way that I look at it, and I've talked to Ike and Jack about it, is like we plan on doing that show for an awfully long time. So the the amount of time that this takes to get me there will ultimately seem like a very short amount of time. I agree with that. Well, listen, yeah. we're, we really are thrilled for you, Spike, and major congratulations to you. And again, to our, our audience, I mean, know this massive endorsement for from us. I mean, it, it is going to be a grand slam of a show. Spike, let, so we're going to be hearing. Well, I was referring to Ike and Jack just to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Spike. Let's let's get to. We're going to be hearing your opinions full bore soon. Yeah. Um, but let's just tee up a little bit here. Mm. In your opinion, more culpable for the Eagles' offensive struggles this year, Nick Sirianni or Jalen Hurts? Well, more culpable for the offensive struggles has to come on the coach. I think ultimately, I I think they are both. I think there there's big problems on both sides there, a hundred percent. But if you're making me pick one, it is one of those two people's jobs to make it work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever mm-hmm. happened to Jalen Hurts, whatever he's slower now, he was less accurate, he had trouble with the blitz. Like ultimately, at the end of the day, just like just like my position now, the people who you know who work for me, ultimately. If if I can't get it fixed with a person that I've committed to, then that is my fault, not mm-hmm. not their fault. So I I think at the end of the day, though I think there are issues with Jalen that we will see. Hopefully, hope, hopefully some will go away with a, a an off season of healing, but but some that might never go away and that might make that contract problematic. All of those things exist. I think at the end of the day, you have to give Sirianni most of the blame. Now, Especially, he's he's supposed to be an offensive guy, right? I mean, this is supposed yes. to be his whole deal. When you think about what he should be, when I was talking to Ike and Jack yesterday, I just think about when people think about Nick Sirianni. Do you, what is his like? What 
what's his area of expertise? What is he really good at? Is he some supreme motivator? Is he a defensive mastermind? Is he an offensive mastermind? Is he a culture? Whatever it is, he's supposed to be an offensive guy. So you just you can't tell me that that Hertz can go for what he was in 22 to what he was in 23, and there not have been a better plan to somehow mitigate that that. Um, that decline that that Hurts had. How concerning was it for you, Spike, that Jalen Hurts was given an opportunity to defend his coach, and uh, just like Dak Prescott did in Dallas, Dak Prescott basically told the world he'd fall on swords for Mike McCarthy, and Jalen Hurts, when given the same opportunity, said, "I didn't know he was going anywhere." Played he, can I be coy. Honest with you? Uh, like honestly, the most the the. I don't care that he doesn't like Sirianni. I don't even care that he might want Sirianni fired. It, that's not the way to do it, right? It, that's a mm. very easy fake answer to give. It, it's incredibly easy. I love playing for Nick. I plan on playing for Nick. Um, Nick is the head coach. We've had a lot of success together. Hope he continues in his role. And nothing stops him if he's an adult. There's nothing stops him from giving that answer publicly just to make life easier on the organization. And then privately, if he, if, he, if he is so inclined, go to Howie Roseman, go to Jeff Lurie, who I think would both take his phone call and say, look, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with how I was used this year. I think a lot of that falls on Nick. Ultimately, I don't get to make that decision. But if, if you're asking me what I think, here's what I think. There, to give this half-hearted endorsement publicly, it was just sort of like when A.J. Brown was not talking is you're drawing attention to the thing that you're supposed to be that you're not supposed to be drawing attention to, and that was what I thought. I thought I thought it just showed like a lack of awareness and a lack of maturity. So, I I understand lack of awareness, lack of maturity. When we thought that's what he was greatest at, the maturity. That's right. And, and my gosh, that sheen has really come off of everything. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry. We, you know, when when there's when there's like a vacuum of information in any in any way you sort of fill up what that like what's in that vacuum right if if somebody is supposed to be late and you start getting worried about them your mind fills up about oh i wonder what happened mm-hmm. my my wife when when she doesn't when she looks at my dog and the dog isn't happy for some reason she starts saying that the dog is sad and one of the things that is with hertz is that he he doesn't emote anything. So when things were going well, it was very easy to say, and I said this yesterday, it was very easy to say, look, this guy's all business. This guy's so focused. This guy only cares about football. But we were imagining that. I mean, it might be true, but, but that it, we had an, an absence of information, right? And I think we just sort of prescribed what we wanted that to be. But, um, but when things go bad, that's when you start imagining the worst. And right. you, you have to imagine that, that maybe there just wasn't a lot going on up there, or, or you know what I mean, or yeah. maybe this this stoicism isn't just a public front to get us to leave him alone, which would be fine by the way. But if privately he was a different person, but if he is giving the same treatment to to his coworkers and his teammates that he is giving to right. like Elliot, that's that's probably you know the the wrong tack to have internally. Yeah, you need to have more there. Uh, hopefully. Uh, NBA-wise, uh, Spike, how important is 30 and 10? Oh, man. Like that. Don't we all sit around? Haven't we all sat around for years debating who would break the 30 and 10 record? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like right out there with DiMaggio and Ripken and Pete Rose. and Beat the hammer. Know, 
Yeah, we just we start thinking, man, who is going to break that consecutive 30 and 10 streak? Uh, look, Joe, I think it is more indicative to say, isn't it amazing that it happened because he's playing so well and less about going for the streak. So I am sort of happy it, it ended, to be honest with you. But he has been outrageous this year. Well, Spike, you know, let me say this. Player. I'm happy your New York tenure has ended. And I say that no disrespect to the relatively fun people up there, but uh, yep. you're coming home and it's good stuff. And uh, again, congrats on what you did up there, but uh, home is where the heart is. And we look forward to uh, we'll beat you up when you get back there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look forward to that. Oh man. I will have, I will have no say over you anymore. What a, <laughs> an awful, As if awful you ever situation did. I will be in. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, stay guys. well and congratulations, man. We really are thrilled for you. Thanks guys. See All you right. There Bye. he is. Uh, the new soon to be, debuting soon, sometime soon. Sounds like maybe a month or so. Uh, afternoon host on WIP, Spike Gaskin. All right, Mike Quick will join us uh, super soon. Let's go to Rob in South Jersey. Hi, Rob. Joe, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, and this is, it, it, it's a tough time. Um, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about this, you know, this in how many different ways that you possibly can. And I, I keep thinking of a few points. One is that this offense, I know it wasn't the offense of last year, and people, you know, since the first game in New England were, were worried, but this was still a pretty good offense through 11 weeks. They were averaging 28.5 points, you know. It, it wasn't great, but it was still good. And the fact that it, it went to what we saw yeah. on Monday, I know there was no A.J., and that's fine, but teams lose their top wide receivers. They don't forget how to stop playing football. And that's where, you know – I know this is a knee-jerk reaction city. I don't think I'm one of those people. But that's where my, my, my worries are with Nick. Uh, Jalen is definitely culpable as well. There's one similarity. I don't know if this is a good comparison or not. I keep thinking of one thing with Nick. It was a similar. It was a big collapse. The Atlanta Falcons in 2016, hmm. Dan Quinn never, ever recovered. And that franchise, I know they had an older quarterback with Matt Ryan, but that franchise – I mean, I'm not going to compare the Falcons to the Eagles because the Falcons are really yeah. bad, really bad. But they just never recovered. And I, I just don't But know I, I, You're right. But I will, I will tell you this, Rob. Here's one thing I'll say about the 2017 Falcons because they didn't go too far in the playoffs. But they did win a playoff game. And they did play a freaking competitive game against the Eagles in the second round. I mean, that game hung in the balance. So They, they came closer to beating that Eagles team than, than the other teams yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Eagles took yeah. the field in Tampa and got their doors Freaking blown I, out. I know, but Joe, sitting here right now, do you really think the Eagles are going to win a playoff game next year? No. I, I, I don't think they're going to I think it's a two year rebuild for the defense, and I think the offense. I mean, look, it's. I don't po- think you can say that. No, you can't, but he asked me, yeah. do I think they will? And my answer is no. I do not think the Eagles will win a playoff game next year. I, I don't. Rob, we got to get to Mike Quick. Give me a great answer. A title or a phrase with a money reference? I'm gonna, has anybody said more money, more problems yet? No, Good answer. and that's a big one. I like that answer quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We'll get answers uh, from Mike Quick coming up in a moment. Open the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, and you're in the zone. New users win your first $10 bet. Get $125 in sports bonus bets. Bet Parks, you must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, today's Twitter poll question of the day is brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It all starts at uh, 21495 Together, let's drive. Find, uh, uh, visit ArminChevy.com. All right, today is, we haven't talked much about it during the show, and we'll get into this in, in future shows, obviously. The Eagles thing is so red hot right now. But we do assess today via our poll 
Which team are you more excited about between the two teams actively playing in Philly sports? Is it A, the Flyers, or B, the Sixers? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Well, I can tell you, our next guest, I would have been more excited to watch him play Monday night in Tampa. And he's like, I don't know, about 60 years old. But I'd rather have had him out there than Quez. Who else? Julio for a little bit. Julio for a little bit. <laughs> Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. I mean, my God. Mike Quick was. Stole. Britton Covey. I'd like Mike Quick <laughs> out there instead of Stole. All right, let's talk to our guy, Mike Quick. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. Man. And it is a good morning. Well, yeah, you know why, Mike? Because we're just getting a little further away from that freaking stink. My God, you yeah. had to call that game. That had to be brutal for three hours. It was kind of hard to do. I, you know what? I haven't even gone back to watch it. Usually the, the very next morning or sometimes even that night, I have to yeah. put the game on and just rewatch it. But um, just like last year's final game, it took me forever to go back and rewatch it, and it's going to be the same with this yeah. one. Well, you know, that Super Bowl game, in my opinion, had merit to go rewatch to sort of decode. And this, there's no merit for this to decode. I mean, there is for the coaching staff, whoever they are for next year. But – there's no point yeah. for a fan to go. You know, th- we all know what happened. They they were emotionally flat, broken scheme offensively. Quarterback stunk. Defense stunk. But I mean, it is fascinating nothing... to look at just how bad the scheme was. Oh, I agree. Just how, like, inept yeah. things yeah. looked. It's, it was so, so broken. Why... <laughs> that's, why I have, that's why I don't want to watch it. I don't want to <laughs> have that same. Hey. When I'm sitting up in that booth and I'm trying to explain what's going on, um, yeah, it, it tears into my emotions as well. So, yeah, I don't want this game to play with my emotions right now. Mike, how often have you seen that level of just disheveledness, of, of confusion uh, in an Eagles team on the, on the field? I just don't think that we have. It, I think you have to go back to preseason games to see wow. uh, that type of discombobulation yeah. because you know you look at some of the things that they were doing and you just scratch your head you know when you got defenders that are running into one another on the back end of the defense um people uh, there are too many times in that game where i thought guys were going in the wrong direction or running into one another and it's just Flat it shouldn't be that themselves. way that, that, yeah. that is crazy it just shouldn't be that way yeah i I agree. Uh, so, so why did it look that bad? I, I think that that that's the big question above all else. Is it ineptitude yeah. in coaching? Uh, I, I know defensively our personnel was problematic. Let's let's start on the defensive side of things, Mike. Is it coaching? Is it personnel? So, I think it has to be some of both. Um, and I, you have some talent on the defense. Uh, but I just think that there needs to be a talent upgrade on that side and in the coaching ranks as well. You know, coming into this season, I think most of us were wondering about the coordinators. You know, that was the big change. They're going to change defense coordinator, going to change offense coordinator. And will these guys be able to do what needs to be done? And mm-hmm. um, so we've had a full season now to like examine all of that and, Quite honestly, the guys that were there last year appeared to do a much better job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really did. And now we've got Jason Kelsey. If he's take on the offensive side of things, if we rem- if Jason Kelsey retires, you're taking a coach 
who's making calls on every single play off the field. How much harder does it make for this offense to excel without Jason? Yeah, but when I think about Jason, I think about um, it's time because uh, Jason, you know, you, when you're that in that position, you just put so much on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I would love to see Jason Kelsey play forever, I don't want to see Jason Kelsey continue to play because I know the toll that it's going to take on his body mm-hmm. once he decides to step away, whenever that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he's just so hard to replace. And you, that's what, you, when you're a GM and you, you're a head coach, you run an organization, that's what you always have to battle. You're always working for the next guy to fill in that slot. So there's already a plan in place. Um, and that's what they have to do. They have to be like the, the smart chess players on the board and stay a step ahead. Mike, but they, yeah, go ahead, sorry, but they just proved that they don't do that. Like, we went into a game knowing we would be blitzed on, you know, half the plays, and we didn't have, yeah. we didn't have a way to account for that. Mike, I think that's the thing more than maybe anything that could get Sirianni fired. I mean, just to, to know that that issue was raging and not fix it. And, and I know maybe the quarterback's not the best at doing what he needs to do with it, but then have a sixth offense alignment. I mean, do, you know, go to more tight ends that are bulkier and maybe you put them out in different patterns. Like The thing to me that was perhaps most shocking of all, Mike, was there was just no adjustment from the head coach, who's yeah. essentially the offensive schemer, um, to, to do different things given different dynamics. Like A.J. Brown's not there. Maybe you shouldn't have as many wide receivers on the field. I mean, you know, like I, it just it was stunning to me that there was no – it felt very Chip Kelly-esque in its stubborn refusal to relent on doing what initially was perceived to be the right thing, and it was clearly proved not to be the right thing. I think you're speaking to my point, and, and the fact that uh, you lose these coaches, these really bright guys that are on both sides of the ball, and uh, not just the two coordinators, but some of the other assistant coaches that were instrumental in putting this thing together last year to where it looked a whole lot better than it looked throughout the season this year. You, you lost a lot of talent there. And not, it's not just replenishing talent that's on the field. It's replenishing the minds and, and having these guys work together with the strategies and the attack, the plan of attack so that you have the, the sound plan of attack. Yeah. Um, I, I think we lost something in that with uh, the transition from last year's staff to this. Mike, we heard, we heard some of the uh, elder statesmen come to Nick Sirianni's defense yesterday. Yep, yep. Uh, how much did that ring true for you? Uh, how much do you think this team believes in Nick Sirianni? I think most of the locker room believes that Nick can get it done, but you don't know what's inside of each guy's chest you, in their head. You just don't You don't really know. I know some of these guys really like him. I like him. I think he could be a, a, a real good coach. But it doesn't matter if you don't have the right people working with you, if you don't have the right complement of, of people working with you on side. Nick Vermeer always talks about, you know, his success. And his success, he puts it on the back of his players and his assistant coaches, and he's had a lot of success. When you don't have the proper success, the proper – like, you got to have guys that can develop people. you got to have guys that can see the big picture and put it all together and everybody, like, thinking the same way. You know, that's why companies have these, these uh, mission plans. If you don't have a mission statement and everybody's on that plan and, and going in that same direction, then you're going to have issues. Mike, we talk, Mike Quick here with us. We talk a ton about did Nick Sirianni lose the locker room. I'm, I'm fascinated at your perspective on do you think Jalen Hurts 
lost aspects of the locker room, either with his play or with his personality and demeanor. Um, where do you stand on that issue? I have no idea. I, I know that um, he is a guy that is really meticulous about his work. He spends a lot of time there trying to make sure that he's on top of things. It didn't look like it a whole lot this year. Uh, but I don't know the relationships of the guys in the building with Jalen. I just, I really don't. Mike, Mike, let me ask you this, because to me, one of the more fascinating appears to me like things have changed or the he and A.J. Brown thing. Like what in the world happened, Mike, with Jalen Hurst and A.J. Brown as you perceive it? Matter of fact, Mike, let me play, let me play a piece of audio. We have the audio the night the Eagles acquired A.J. Brown. Listen right. to the excitement of these two guys reveling not only in their friendship to be able to play together, but their skill set to be able to play together. Listen to this and then ask yourself, where did this joy go? <laughs> I mean, Mike, where did that joy go? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. That, right? Yeah. And that's not and know. that's not what December and January look like. Not well at you, you know, all. You've been in listen, you've been in relationships when at first you think it's, you know, there's fireworks all the time, but over time you start to feel the the person and they're not it's not as exciting as you felt going into it. That always happens. You don't know once once you once you put the thing together, you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't know what once you start to live with somebody and and really know them. But the whole idea was great, and they've been great together. I don't know if, if the relationship has strained or broken, but they're great together. I don't want to see these guys separate, just like I didn't want to see T.O. and Donovan separate, mm-hmm. because I just think that they can do so many things together. But, if, but, but Mike, if they don't like each other as much anymore, that is a big problem. I mean, when you say Donovan and T.O. had to separate, I mean, yeah, all, all, all T.O. would do was, was lob grenades at Donovan. I mean, at some point, the, the organization had to step in and say enough. Well, that's not what we're seeing now. No, though. it's not. It? But, but we, are seeing, we are seeing A.J. Brown basically say, you know, if I had anything good to say, I would say it, and I'm going to choose not to say anything. And then when he was so, ta- Joe, but is that directed at the quarterback? I mean, you say that like it's directed no, at the quarterback. No, I'm, no I, I will admit, I don't know what it was. And he then talked, you know, a week or two later, but – I, I think yeah, there's was, a no, no I hear you, but it there's sounded a, like to me that it was just a guy frustrated because he's had a lot of success and then the team started to go on this downhill slide. I think I would be really frustrated as well. Well, and for I sure. would, and I would think that I could make a difference if I'm, if I'm targeted enough, if yeah, I'm a bigger yeah. factor, I can make a difference. Yeah. may not come out the way his came out. But, yeah, I would think the same way. Hey, Mike, congrats on another great season calling Eagles football with Merrill. I mean, it was, it was obviously wonderful to hear you, and it was spectacular to have you on our show all season long. I know we'll be touching base with you through the offseason, but please know we truly appreciate your contributions to our program this year. Really enjoyed coming on with you guys, man. You get guys ready, get ready for your golf game, Mike. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat oh, you. Come on. Yeah, when, no, right. what a joke. No, you guys didn't let me finish. He's going to give me like 50 quick. strokes or something? You didn't Good let luck. me finish the sentence. When Mike's 87 years old. Nope, still not And true. I'm like 60-something. Still then, not then I'll beat Mike. You could still be your age true. now and Mike could be 87. He'd still beat you. All right, Mike, stay well, man. Take care. All right, Thanks, Mike's, Mike. Mike's a great copper, by the way. All right, 2155. All right, when he's, he's 90, when he's 99 years old.
<laughs> and I'm 70 Still. something. He's going to be like the nah. greatest in shape, best looking 99 year old that we all know. All right, 215 592 94. Mike is a good looking guy. He really is. I, he is. Yeah. Like, when you talk about who works at WIP, who's the best looking guy? I mean, you got a crush on Mike? I'm just Seltzer. <laughs> no one around here is better looking than Quick, right? I don't know. I didn't. I mean, it certainly, that much certainly thought. not Howard Eskin. Seth is a handsome man, also. Seth's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Yes. Certainly not Spike Eskin. Certainly not John. What do you mean? Certainly not Spike Eskin. Mike's gonna get upset if we don't mention him. All right, Ike, you're number two. All right, I'd be happy with number two. Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. Life advice with the hammer up ahead. Also, uh, DeAndre Swift. What he said yesterday about his future with the Eagles, not with the Eagles. What the local hometown guy who had a nice season, what he said yesterday, we'll play that audio and more. Show to camera, John Ritchie on WIP. All right, John, you're not going to believe it, but it looks like there is more snow in the forecast for tomorrow. We haven't had a winter like this in almost two years, so I'm sure people are noticing their heating bills are getting higher. Are you feeling that winter chill through your drafty windows? Then it's time to talk to my friends at Window Nation. Replacing those old windows with quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation is easier and more affordable than you think, Rhea. All right, John. Window Nation is offering a special now. Through the end of the month, replace the windows in your home, pay no interest for five years, and Window Nation is giving you 50% off all window styles. Their professional installation means your windows will fit right. No more worrying about leaky old windows and those cold drafts letting the heat out. After you get your new windows, you will notice your heating bills will get lower. All right, so don't wait with zero interest for five years. Why not give Window Nation a look? Call 866-90-NATION or windownation.com to get started. 